This is Vanessa. And Vanessa. And, and this, this is Shit on the Table. We are a grooming podcast for groomers by groomers. We talk about the everyday life of grooming, hot topics, and tell your stories. Doesn't and it sound amazing when we're like on top of things? Right, exactly. And to be more on top of things, go ahead and check out our website. You can find our merch there and all of our earlier no is this later or earlier episodes i'd say recent our recent episodes yes yeah cool our latest 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 and greatest man exactly exactly (laughs) so now we're off the uh it's been what a while since super zoo now time flies yeah we did a super zoo episode Mm -hmm. um and it's been the regular two weeks that one just took a little bit longer because we were so f- fucked up and tired yeah uh-huh we were going through like life stuff my kids are been keeping me up the last couple nights i've gotten okay sleep yeah but that week of super zoo i was getting like zero sleep just teething my daughter's teeth finally cut through so you can see like a millimeter of teeth when she smiles and it's, yeah so cute but sad at the same time because she's never gonna have a gummy smile again and it's so funny cause she will she will <laughs> wait till they hit wait yeah, till they start still losing. have teeth but it's funny it's it still is. cute they still are at the age where they have baby-ish faces yeah. and then you just see gums i know but they'll never it'll never be toothless and harvey was like unless she's a meth addict <laughs> why would he say that <laughs> i don't know you know there's always one in the family <laughs> we already have that one so we're good <laughs> not in your well not you're the start of the new generation you just popped out the two of the uh, new generation yeah i guess that's true so you just maybe gotta- it's someone else <laughs> <laughs> but it was pretty funny yeah um but yeah, she'll never have like the same empty smile. And now my son is not too far behind. I can see the teeth forming, coming down. Yeah. And they're still all gonna be popping out soon. So he's been extra, extra needy. Um, just needing extra love. Yeah. So. So he's needy. Yeah. I'm trying not to say like needy because I think it comes off like derogatory. No negative and it's not like he's being needy Ugh, he just needs love they need extra love They're, i don't think it's i don't think it's a bad thing for children to be needy no but like people when like they can I find fuck the off. older generation fuck off. say needy it's so like negative yeah and they're like talking down to you about yeah. your children so yeah. like just to piss the older generation off i'm trying to use different verbiage um, and not have such a negative connotation around the way children behave because it's natural. Oh, I don't give a fuck about the older generation. Yeah. My mom put a really good, like, okay, so it was, like, a perspective that didn't click until I had children. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really register. It was, like, the greatest thing my mom ever did for us because my mom's been an up-and-down parent 100%. Yeah. But I guess my grandparents, both sides, would always tell my mom to put down the children. Stop carrying mm-hmm. them. Stop carrying them everywhere you're you're spoiling them or you're you're gonna hurt your back or you're gonna get tired and my mom would always carry us no matter how tired she was yeah and he only put us down when she was just in pain like she was just done yeah and i had to do the same for my kids if it wasn't me my husband was carrying my children yeah right and my other friend once said you know there's one day you're not gonna be able to pick up your kids 
Yeah. Just they're just gonna be too heavy. Heavy and you will never be able to carry them. And that kills me every time I think about it, doesn't it? Like yeah. thinking about it like one day you will not be able to pick up your kids. And yeah. it's not a bad thing. It's just, it's just that is the point. They're just too big and too heavy. Exactly. So there's like finite amount of times that you can hold your children and mm-hmm. comfort them. And I'm like, oh my God, that kills <laughs> it's me. It's true. I just don't get I just don't get some people's mindset when it comes to kids. It's like it's not forever. These stages and the milestones you hit are so quick. And you know what's kind of fucked up? And I see this a lot with like a lot of the boomer generation kicking back to well, dogs. Even Gen Zers too. Let's put them out there. Gen Zs are so little. Not Gen Z, sorry, Gen X. I Gen X. Get the- Gen X, yeah, they're fucking troubled. Um, but um, I don't want to say my mom's Gen X, but she is Gen X. She's she's the one right before Gen X is considered the lost generation. Yeah, but I think or the they, forgotten forgotten generation. I think they're all kind of lumped together. They're lumped because. It's in the same... It's like how there's a certain part of millennials that are also... Like, they're zennials. That's what they're called. They're the latest of the millennials. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, half my siblings are... Because Tim's technically a Gen Zer, but Rebecca is on that cusp. Yeah. Um, but my mom is on that cusp because she was, she was born in 1969. So like, so like that 10, 20 year gap. Mm -hmm. Um, and then Gen X are like born in the earliest part of the eighties and the, um, and then, uh, the, the middle part of the seventies, so like that 10 year gap or whatever. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so you see a lot of Gen Xers and boomers, they take care of their dogs in that way that you wish they cared about their children. Oh, they're doing it. My parents are doing it right now. Like with their quote-unquote service lab. Exactly. So it's like if the dog is showing discomfort, they're going to figure out a way to comfort him. Yeah. And you can't speak the fucking language. No. I just got left in a room by myself. Exactly. And then... (laughs) Make it make sense. (laughs) Exactly. So, like, it bothers me that they're treating their dogs, like, when the dogs are getting old and they're dying, it's like... They have everything. They're like, oh my god, yeah. My dog does aquatic twice every day for 30 minutes because its joints hurt dad you left me in a hot garage (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck do you mean like don't be wrong dogs deserve it no but but like it's true it's it's true you love your pets and you know there's only so much time with your pets Mm -hmm. and there's only so many sniffs and kisses that they'll be able to give and walk up to you it's a very sad thing watching something age but yeah why didn't they feel the same way about us exactly they did oh i just i've never despised a dog (laughs) before like i do this dog because he gets treated so much better than i ever did and like i despise it as like a sibling like yeah like i don't want it coming near me because it gets more attention my dad won't let this dog be home by itself like what i'm like dad just leave it in the kennel like he'll be fine my dogs are in kennels all the time like he's like i can't do that i can't do that he's gonna go to the bathroom like at what age did you have to start babysitting right yeah 10 years old yeah (laughs) but the dog can't be alone at home by itself yep exactly (laughs) i don't it doesn't make any sense and you know funny enough my mother's not very she's still not she she tries to be like a good pet parent but she's still mm-hmm. kind of stupid when it comes to pets like still really bad 
hearts in there but like she just doesn't want she doesn't do any of the research or she doesn't yeah. care but when it comes to her grandbabies which there's still a growing amount of grandbabies yes on my side of the family i'm the oldest of five every single fucking sibling has one child multiple children yeah. still still making babies right all your siblings have kids every single one my the youngest 25 has one on the way yeah so my mom has a shit ton of grandkids and she is an amazing grandmother yeah like she my sister rebecca science still kind of gives her a hard time but like she's going through trauma right now or in and out of trauma all the time Mm -hmm. so she kind of like harbors a lot of resentment to my mom and I understand that I do too but she's still a really good grandma and it bothers me in that sense like you gotta like put your self as like your inner child is like freaking out because she's doing things for your kids that you could never do or she could never do for you the thing is though she had more of an opportunity to be to do more for me than like I have for my children and that's what bothers me is that she had more opportunity to be a great parent and to like give us a lot but she didn't but she didn't and then I don't have any opportunities and I'm struggling to just make sure my children are happy and my children are happy but it's like kind of like a blinded happiness whereas I wasn't happy but I still got to do a lot of cool things when I was their age like really little and stuff And it's like, I can't do that for my children now. Yeah. And that kind of really sucks. I feel that. Like, so my stepmom came over yesterday to, I don't know, just like, I think help me. I don't know. It was just weird how it just all came together. I was like, yeah, you can come over like on Friday night because Saturday, Friday and Saturdays is when I could use like the most help from anybody. Yeah. I'm by myself all day, and cooking dinner is the hardest when you have twins and you're by yourself. So she came over to help. Um, And to me, help is just watching kids. Like, I don't mind cooking and doing all that stuff. At this point, it's just making sure they're not dead. Yeah, just, like, watch my kids. That's perfect. You know what I mean? I don't need you to come and cook for me anymore. That ship's passed and sailed. We've learned. We could have had cooking help. Whatever. I'm not going to get down that road. We're we're resentful, (laughs) but just... Just make sure they don't die. Yeah, just whatever. Keep the fingers out of the outlets. And so uh, she came over to help. And, like, a part of me, I had to kind of stop myself because I wasn't necessarily making fun of her in my head. I wasn't doing anything outwardly because this is my own inner child. Like, this is, like, recognizing that this is just me going through what was done in my you know childhood or what wasn't there and like she's actually kind of trying to play with my kids and she didn't really do that with her kids and I had to I was the one that primarily played with them yeah and then talking to them in like this voice and it was just hard for me because she it wasn't like that and so I'm just like you know what she's trying but then, am I, when am I going to hear from them again? Like, we haven't seen them in almost a month. And so my kids still cry when they see them because they're a stranger. That's just, that's a, my mother is always around. Exactly. When I need her. My mother-in-law is here all the time. Yeah. And they get excited when they see her. Mm-hmm. But then my parents get upset because my kids are crying still. And... 
I'm sorry, like, you don't text me. You don't check in on me. Yeah. And But it's my fault because I don't text them. We know it's a two-way street, but you're busy. They're not. And my biggest ask when I first had the babies, because I knew this is how it was going to go. This is just the way my brain works. That, like, I get so wrapped up into my Mm day-to-day and in the moments, and I'm stressed that... I don't really think about other people's lives. I have to actively tell myself, ask Vanessa how she's doing today. She's not doing very well. Because if I don't actively tell myself to do that, I will never check in on you. But I already know that. I know, but my parents don't. Okay, well, that's so, like, they don't... They think I'm doing it out of spite. But you're not. And it's... I'll tell myself for a week. Text my parents, call my parents. A week goes by and I didn't do it because... I just get so busy that I pick up my phone to do it, and then I got to put my phone down to go deal with kids. But even when you're not busy, if something is out of sight, out of mind, it is not there. You're exactly. Not, I'm not, and that's just how you work. You told me that when we first started becoming friends, that if yeah. I'm not constantly there... <laughs> it's gone. I'm not your friend. <laughs> and I, It sounds so horrible. It does. But, but, I, but I said, I was like, well, that's I'm kind of annoying. And you are too, but like, I'm really <laughs> annoying. Like, I'm kind of like always around yeah in one form or fashion and, yeah, and I that do, works yeah and I don't ha- I have periods where I'm like I'm just kind of radio silent too yeah and it's few and far between so but but they take offense to it and so then they won't like hit me up because I'm not hitting them up uh-huh and so it's just it's whatever it's not vent about this kind of podcast. Okay, but, but like moving on, it's just like you've been like super busy being a mom. I have, which is leaking into my grooming because I'm like going back to Super Zoo really quick because I wanted to mention this during the Super Zoo podcast or episode was that like I wasn't looking forward to it because I just am not in it right now. We, t- we said that. Did we? Yeah, Shit. basically See, how disappointed, disappointed we were. Yeah, I'm just not in in it i'm not i need to find something that will bring my spark back oh because it's turning into a job yeah well i mean jobs are okay they are i forgot to send you the oh yeah the the thing from mary yeah but um but it's okay to just have a job because because you can be passionate about your job but a job is just something there to provide for you to live i feel like that is so taboo in this industry because you have to have passion you have to have emotion you have to have all these things to be a groomer and so when you lose that and it just becomes a job then people are always telling you well you need to exit how do the dogs feel and that's wrong that is very wrong i'm still very kind to these dogs i'm not like yes abusing these animals because it's become a job it's that's the thing though is that passion in this industry helps prolong your career but you still have to keep in mind it is a job it is a career it is just fueling your life and the thing is though is that after a while we want to make sure that we're not doing as much we're doing less and less because we want to do more outside of it and that even if you have no children even if you have no children oh yeah these things can happen you want to make sure that you have a very well balanced lifestyle And, I mean, you can't do that if you're working your ass off 40 hours a week and then you're too exhausted uh, and you have no vacation. Like, we're, we're, as a, like, an American society, getting further and further away from having leisure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay? Do you remember your parents did take vacation when you were on vacation from school and you guys did stuff? 
Yeah, that's not a thing anymore. That is not a thing anymore, and it's scary. You guys, mm-hmm. I, like, everybody has to have that balance. It's okay to have a job. It's okay to not be passionate in it. Yeah. Because when that money comes and you find your outside passion of being a mom and having fun with the twins, that makes grooming still worth it. Yeah. So I think I think it's okay. Don't think that losing your spark means you have to step away because yeah. you're still talented you're so good at your job and that doesn't change because you're just not loving it yeah that's it yeah i guess that's true yeah it's just i maybe it'll come back when i'm out of this mom puberty (laughs) that every new mom goes through like a shift a change in who you are yeah you know we'll see what happens i mean you're gonna go through periods like that too when you're like if your health changes or if the children's like just life changes like what if they are just like they need a little extra and you know as they get older and you realize that you know everybody forgets like being a teenager if you're not on top of your children they're gonna go do what they want to do but if you're on top of your children and your children are doing things they're not gonna go out there do drugs and have babies you know what i mean like yeah so if you have to put your kids in sports and like arts and stuff like that that takes a lot of time and that takes money. So yeah. you make the money, but now you have to figure out that time. Exactly. And who is it going to be? You or Harvey? Somebody has to figure it out. Yeah. So keeping your children happy means you have to figure out enough to- enough amount of time to work. Like, the minimum amount of time to work. But the most money. But the most <laughs> money. And so that way you can provide your children at least some sort of lifestyle. And people do this thing when they're poor because if you're poor and you can't do all those cool things, you still need the time to make sure you're with your children. Yeah. Right? And that goes for the same if you don't have children. You want to have time to, like, go out and And socialize. Exactly. It's just about finding that work-life balance that is really hard to achieve, especially right now. Yeah. Because everything is ridiculously expensive it is and cutting back is almost impossible right now it really is because i'm seeing people like cut back everything and still like it's it's getting ridiculous like right now i'm gonna tell you guys like i pay almost we refinanced our house right when the interest rates were really really low yeah so we have a really low interest rate and that cut a couple hundred dollars from our mortgage yeah so you guys pay a really good number i think i pay less i pay 850 dollars for my mortgage yeah right so i mean there's people who bought houses when the pan like the last recession yeah and they were paying like 700 dollars a month for like a four-bedroom house so, yeah, I, we're not as lucky, and our houses are probably already paid off at this point, you know? But mm-hmm. we're paying nothing compared to most people. But there's only, like, really one income, like, one solid income. And it wasn't cutting it. We were making weekly, weekly budgets. I have no Netflix, no Hulu, no Disney+. Plus. Um, How do you watch TV? We use the free apps. The ones that have the commercials, like 2B oh, okay. TV. I'm not going to lie. I scam. I scam a lot. So, like, we have jailbroken shit. You know what I mean? So, like... Yeah. You got to do what you got to do. got to do what you got to do. They're big corporations making billions of dollars. I yeah. Don't give a fuck if you have a broken 
or what do they call them, jacked Amazon fire sticks. Fuck yeah, I do. I don't so care. We, we, yeah, like when it comes to like the newest movies, we just have to wait a little while, or we have to watch Chinese bootleg. You know, I mean, it's just like how I was when I was a kid when we had to buy shit out of the back of somebody's truck. You know what I mean? I've so, never seen a bootlegged movie. You, you are privileged. <laughs> it used to be uh, okay. So like we used to get these bootleg VHSs and bootleg uh-huh. DVDs, and we knew it was good quality bootleg when we got director's cuts. So oh, wait, I take that back. I have seen bootleg because I was watching off of a website for a while. Movies. Yes. Okay. So they used to have. Um, they used to give out like if you were like a representative for like. Um, like Academy Awards or awards, yeah, something they would give out like all these pre-screening DVDs and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And so my friend's father used to get them from like a hookup in California. So he would get them and then he would copy them, yeah, right. And then he would sell them for like five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so I would see movies that didn't come out yet and that were. Um, not fully edited. And they would always have, like, a caption on the bottom for Academy Eyes Only or something like that. So they would always have, like, a watermark. Yeah. But then i seen, like, now I still see ones that are, like, clearly recorded in the movie theater still. So, that's like, you know, I got to do what I got to do. Like, I have to, that's We've been doing this shit for a while now. And we'll probably go to jail for it, but <laughs> whatever. It's all temporary. It's all temporary. I mean, a couple years ago, I think I was still on the podcast talking about how my mom used to get illegal milk. Like, she would go to the desert, like a drug deal, Uh and get milk and kefir. Like, raw milk? Yes, because it's illegal. Oh, yeah, that's illegal, but, I mean... But this is what I'm talking about, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, but that's like a thing, though. Hmm. That's like a thing. Raw milk, people, like, go apeshit for raw milk. I know, my mom did, too, for a minute. I don't like I just don't like the idea of milk in general yeah we can drink it but like she would get kefir too from the raw milk my well why would she buy it if you didn't drink it because she thought it was like a cure-all for asthma and when we lived with her she was like she would literally go on these like in the desert trips <laughs> to get this raw milk her and her husband at the time would get like a cooler. They go out into the middle of the desert and was find- she huffing it? She was drinking it, right? She was drinking it. Oh, okay. <laughs> they would drink it. They would make kefir. They would make yogurt. I don't know. Sounds probably really delicious yogurt, though. The kefir that they made that she would get was really good. She would make these like smoothies, protein mm-hmm. shakes, and it was really good. Mm-hmm. Down for that. But I don't know. I don't believe in, like, that pseudoscience of, like, the raw oh, milk cures and shit. No, it's got, like, pus in and, it's, like... Yeah. Not... I don't know. Milk just scares me now. Since I haven't drank milk and so... I was never a big milk drinker to begin with. I was. But I didn't... I was forced to drink it. Like, I would drink it, but, like... Every day that I don't drink milk, it doesn't make me sad. Yeah. But I, I enjoy eating it. Like ice cream. Yeah, that's just another process, though. Yeah. I, I dig but ice like cream, too. drinking it. And cheese. I like cheese. I'm not lactose intolerant or anything like that. But, yeah. Where were we going with this? I don't remember. Things are getting hard. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, like, you know, if people are doing shit, um, 
like we were we were driving yesterday and somebody got pulled over in front of um dollar tree uh-huh. when we were driving and i'm thinking like and there was a an associate outside like watching everything so i'm <laughs> i'm assuming and the guy looked a little rough so i'm assuming like he was like stealing shit right yeah and i'm thinking in my head like if i work at dollar tree i wouldn't say anything i wouldn't say a goddamn thing everything's like a fucking dollar who cares and i make only like the dollar tree doesn't care about you yeah <laughs> they only hire minimum wage so you're making nothing to not say anything and not your business, yeah. No. I was at Target and someone was frantically trying to steal a bunch of clothes. And I just kept walking. It's not my business. They have, you know, lost profits for stolen items. They have specific policies saying do not go after them, record everything, and just file it. Yeah. Like, or it's ask not my security. Business. Exactly. Like, I could tell what she was doing. She had multiple backpacks, and I just was like, I get it. It's fucking hard out there. Yeah. <laughs> they need money, and should they be stealing ethically? No. But to me, capitalism created this mess. Yeah. So. If you think about it, it, it did. I yeah. Mean, like, so it deserves it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Just don't steal from the little people who are really trying to rough it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Capitalism like, still doesn't work for them, obviously, so they're having yeah. a hard time. Like, don't steal from small businesses. I see, like, in Facebook groups, and I'm here for it. I've Thankfully, I've never had to deal with this, um, but, like, theft of services and groomers are going after them now. I and have I'm not here for it. Mm-hmm. I have been a witness to it like multiple times, but I, it's never actually happened to me. Yeah. And even one time where like this one person was like giving me a hard time with different credit cards, mm-hmm. um, I still billed her and she, she was kind of making me a little sketch. So it took like three days. It happened to you too, where you got three days. It took three days to just like process a payment. Yeah, I right? think so. Yeah. Maybe. Probably. But I always got paid. Yeah. But that was... There's only been one time where I was like, is am I getting scammed? Like, is it going to... Oh, this? yeah. I think... Yeah, I've done that. It's yeah. It's taken a while. And you've got to keep reminding them. Yeah. But then it, it worked out fine. But, like, locally, like, I've seen people just, like, say, like, they've been charged. And then the charge later on was... I don't know what that's called. What is it called? Where like it's a, charged back? Yeah, I think disputed. it's disputed. Yeah, disputed. They dispute it, and because it's services, they get their money back. It's not like items, right? So that it's like sucks. it's easier to get the money back. That's never happened to me before. Me neither. I've never, but I also vet my clientele, which, you know, it could happen with it any type of client yeah they could just get pissed one day and just be like i don't want to pay you today but it's like no you're gonna have to i had just recently i had an issue with quickbooks and i wasn't getting my money and then i had to drag in the client and he was cool and he was willing to pay but i think it never would like we got the money like a month later and so he was gonna pay and i was like no don't worry about it like just take the free groom it's whatever and he was like, no, 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 I want to pay. And I was like, don't worry about it. Because I had It just, wasn't his fault. It was... It, yeah, it was QuickBooks. And he had disputed it for me. And so he said that he got the money back or it was pending in his account. But then it showed up in my account. 
And so it got like really messy. And I was like, I don't even want to fucking deal with this anymore. It's like, best to leave those things alone. Yes. It's just, I don't want your money. Like, don't worry about it. I never told him that the money showed up in my account because he also got the money. So I don't know what happened. So if the money is still in my account or if they took it back. No. So I just was like, I don't want you to like double pay, even though it wouldn't have been double paying because he would have just been paying me the money he got back. So I was like, don't worry about it. It was probably his bank took care of that charge without, he's probably like a really good customer. So the bank probably took care of that charge and more or less like, if, if it was, like, if it, they kind of, like, saw that it was frauded, and they probably gave him back the money. He probably has, like, a lot of security on his account. Probably. He's definitely the type of guy. He's got cameras in his house all over the place. Yeah. He probably just has really good security with his bank, and this, they're, he has probably good standing, so the bank probably just took care of the charge thinking it was, like, some sort of fraud or cyber fraud. Um, well, they contacted me, and he's like, you just have to ignore it. Yeah, they probably just took care of it. So you probably got your money, and he probably got his money back because of the inconvenience. Yeah, but it took like a month for the money to show up in my account. So it was really weird. Even though I knew he paid, I saw him pay. But yeah, it was just weird. So, yeah, I had to deal with that. And I was just like, you know what, don't even worry about it. And he's like, well, I'm going to pay you. And I was like, no, no, it's okay. Because I didn't want his money double. So, and then, like, alert anything. Yeah. So, I was just like, let's leave it be and just pay for this service. Because he wanted a double pay for the service that I had provided that day. Yeah. I've had somebody accidentally double pay when I had um, Square. Because it was just, like, a holiday and everything was kind of funky. And their credit card ended up charging twice. So, I just gave them the free room the next time. I think pre-podcast, I had a very, and it just dawned on me, I had a client that um, I'm pretty sure he was scamming me because he was hard up for money at the time. Mm -hmm. Because I remember double-checking the machine, but maybe my hand slipped, um, handing it to him, but he got charged $600, and his groom was only $60. And so when I handed him the machine, he could have easily pressed the back button and changed it because that's how easy it is on the Clover machines. Uh-huh. And But I'm pretty positive I double-checked, or maybe it was my fault, but it tells you the number at the top, right? Mm-hmm. And I always tell people, like, make sure you check that. And he said it was all good, and he paid. And then there's a second screen after that screen of putting in the tippage that says the total at the top that tells you another total and then runs the card. And so how it could get by for $600, you know what I mean, plus a tip, you would probably see that, right? Yeah. And and if you're charging $600 to a card, you're going to have to give that back. Yes. So he calls me. He's like, you charged me for $600. And I was like, what? I am so sorry. Like, I checked it and everything, but whatever. So I looked up his transaction. Sure enough, it was $600. And so I was like, I'll take care of it right now. And I immediately started processing it, you know, to refund his money. Mm -hmm. And I even called the bank to see how long it would take for it to get back to him. And like usual, it's, I think, seven to ten business days. And so he calls me up. He's like, you need to give me cash. And I'm like, what? Yeah, that's a scam. That's that's a scam. I was like, not giving you cash. Sorry. Like, I already processed it. 
it'll be in your bank in this amount of time. He's like, well, I have bills to pay, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, that's still your fault. Like, I'm like, I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do. My hands are tied. And so he kept texting me and I just blocked his number. I already knew he was going to get his money, so I didn't need to check in. No, he was scamming you. That's what I thought. Did you refund all of the money? Or yeah, just... I just refunded it all. Oh, yeah. He scammed you. Yeah. So he got a free groom out of it and all of But I just didn't want to deal with him anymore. Yeah, for sure. So. No. Got to be careful with those machines. No, you got to call people out of that shit, too. Like, hey, listen, buddy. If you're paying with a credit card and it's a credit card issue, it will be mm-hmm. solved through the credit card. That's what I told him. I and like, if you're saying you need cash, don't know what to tell you. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not giving you cash because now it sounds like you're scamming. Sorry, you got bills to pay. Yeah. Sorry. I, I'm apologized. Mm-hmm. But if it's a problem with the credit card, it's still going to be refunded with exactly. a credit card. I'm not giving you cash. That's not how this works. Uh-huh. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, I can only refund you this amount of money. Yeah, no, I just ended up refunding him everything because I just didn't want to deal it. I think now I would do it differently. And I would definitely just refund the overage yeah. and not for my grooming fee. Um, but, or maybe give them like a little discount for inconvenience. But other than that, it would probably be most. Because I've, you know, sometimes you just double tap that zero on X day and then that is $4,000, you know, instead of $400. Yeah. And so. You know, but I quickly cash those things and you just erase it. So I really think he went back and changed the the total. Because it's yeah. really easy on Clover. It's just an error with the top. And it's probably something, again, like... Now, you know, yeah. You gotta, you gotta keep in mind, like, as a scammer, we have a code of ethics. And it's all different depending on the person. And his code of ethics, like, he don't know you. Mm-mm. He can take your money. He does not know you. You only scam large corporations. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how you get fucked over and, like, you get caught a lot of the time. So it's easier yeah. to scam the little guy. Little it's just not ethical. No. It's not. You're not supposed to scam anyway. But, like, like, like you said, the system is not set it's up. It's built to, up that way. Yeah. It's, they're scamming you anyway. Yeah. In it's one just form built that fashion. way. But... How are you paying taxes and not getting a receipt for that? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's just nuts. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so my uh, Tuesday client leaves. I groom her dogs one last time on Tuesday before she goes back. So my Bichons will be gone, and then I have to restart their haircut, like, to my way. What do you mean? Well, Are they gone has, for six months? She'll actually be back in November oh. this time, so okay. a lot sooner, because... They're trying to shorten the amount of time that they're in North North Carolina. Yeah. I think that's where she's at. Um, so I think she tries to shorten her time because they want to be here in Vegas full time. But she's remodeling, like, majority of her house right now. Yeah. And it looks like a winter wonderland. What? Yes. Her house is amazing. It's white and gold. That's, like, her main colors. And she's getting her... So she, when you step into the foyer, there's the dining room to your left, an office to your right, and then it was a wall, and that was your hallway. Mm-hmm. But they just extended that to have a nice sunroom. And they're having their side walls that they added 
hand plastered to look like waves. So this guy is up on like scaffolding, right? Mm Because there's tall walls. Yeah. And it's only like two strips and then like not your typical um, like texture on the walls. It's like a fancy texture. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like Adobe style walling, I guess you could say. But then he's like hand plastering it to look like a water fountain. Wow. Like waterfall coming down on the walls. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. To only have money. I just want not textured like walls. Just the plaster and the drywall to just be flat. like flat. Like I would love that. That would like bring a house level. Isn't that so weird? Yeah. That would like make it look rich. Yeah. To to have something look refined. Yeah. <laughs> not have popcorn ceilings. I, yeah. I don't have popcorn ceilings, but I, I still do. have textured walls. I have popcorn ceilings. Yeah. And it would cost lots of money to get them removed. And it's a bitch to do it yourself, too. Yeah. Why do it? But. So, yeah. So you're back to working-ish, and then you were off for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, so this is my first week off, and I've had a lot of dogs come to my house, actually. Oh, that's so I've, good. So I've made some money, which is nice. Because my husband just switched shifts again, so he's making more money now because he doesn't have to rely on cocktail waitresses because he was a breaker. Mm-hmm. So now he's just full-time, like, bartending to other people. Oh, that's good. So um, he likes it so far, and we've had a little bit more money, so we're almost caught up on bills. Because I, I told you I had that weird $600 like bill that popped up on me so we got that we got all of that taken care of but again we have cut off like we can barely get in and out of our garage because we got rid of our storage unit um we inherited a like a couple pieces of furniture and a cat Mm -hmm. um we don't have any services as far as tv goes except for the ones that come with our phone um our you know, everything we've had, like Chris got rid of his um, Apple Music. Any you small... You pay for that? The Apple Music? It's, yeah. It's just like Spotify. You pay like a certain... It's just a streaming. Oh. It's for music. Well, because back in the day, it was free. All of them are still technically free. You just have to put them on like a radio. So like you can go to Spotify. You just have to deal with commercials. Commercials. Yeah. And that's the same thing with all the other services too. Oh. You know, same thing with Pandora. Okay. You know, so you just you're paying for your playlists and being able to. Yeah. You know, and it goes on your phone too. So anyway, but yeah, so we don't have that. We don't have anything cool. But, you know. It sounds like it'll turn around soon, though. Yeah, we got to go to Costco for, like, the first time in a long time. That's, that's, that is, like, something cool, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, I didn't have, I, this is the first week I don't have. And, like, I'm trying to keep, uh, like, updated with the construction at my work. Mm-hmm. And she's like, it'll take, like, three weeks, maybe three months. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. What? What? Because the construction for the other side took so long. They they kept running into problems. They yeah, kept prolonging it. construction works. Exactly. So I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, they're just doing the floors. It should be okay. Right? It yeah. should be okay. Why would floors take three months? 
I don't. That's my that's my thing too. Where we're like we're only off for two and a half weeks. So like we have dogs scheduled that Monday, the nineteenth, and I have dogs scheduled that Tuesday. And I'm trying to reschedule like my days that I'm working. So it's, yeah. I'm going to try to do Wednesday, Thursday. Um, I thought your boss said no. That you can she, I can work the days that the other groomer is not working because then there's no money flow. But if we're here, she doesn't want me overlapping with her until we have a full schedule for both of us because she's the full-time groomer. I'm not. I can only do so many dogs a day and yeah. small dogs. But she's getting busier and she's having more of a fuller schedule and the dogs are now coming back in. So which They're is good. not? They are. Oh, I was yeah. like, what's she doing wrong? No, no, they <laughs> are. They are. She needs all new equipment. She's a very good groomer. Um, for only grooming two years, I think she's really good for only grooming two years. Um, she, like there's things where it's like when the ears are still wet after and you start grooming it kind of like it does i don't it like down. it i yeah, don't like it. it yeah like everything needs to be 100 percent dry yeah. when you start grooming yeah. right like for me personally so like prep work that it, should just be how it is for everyone uh yeah but I, i'm big on prep and you know prep is key yeah prep unless is like key. i get it like if it's a fussy dog don't oh, fight of it course. yeah there are always like exceptions to the rule yes but if it is a pers- like good dog not trying to eat you just get it done yeah just but she's really good her every piece of her equipment is trash everything needs to be like sharpened and, like she's like yeah I've, i haven't like i was using her scissors showing her how to do something uh-huh. her thinners and i was like these are awful use the shop shears like you need to use a shop shears because they were barely used and they're so they're still fairly sharp mm-hmm. you need to use the shop shears sorry and because her stuff is awful and she, like she doesn't have anything but like this tiny little brush like she has this tiny little pin brush that she's got from like her grooming kit and mm-hmm. it's like the pins are not even long enough and she does big dogs and doodles all day long so i'm like how are you getting like into I'm, the coat how are you getting into the coat exactly and i don't know like i don't know like i i oh, again no. i only work with her one two days a week I wonder sometimes what the dogs are coming back like they look good but coming back is going to be another story yeah well yeah because you can make a matted dog look great oh yeah exactly and it'd still be matted underneath uh-huh exactly i've seen it done so i told her i was like you need to talk to the boss and see if she can like get your stuff sharpened get your stuff sharpened and like maybe she can order you some supplies that like because she'll do it i'll admit about your boss yeah she'll 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 do it yeah she will she like because she has some chris christian she has chris christian doodle brushes that are not out on display she has like six of them that she hasn't sold because when you become a distributor, when you want to buy more than one brush mm-hmm. or something, or you want the wholesale pricing, you have to be, you have to get so many of them. So she ordered so many of them to sell, but she never displays them. And so I was like, just have her, um, give you one, give you one. She'll just write it off. Yeah. It's a 70 something dollar brush and just take it. And then ask for your stuff to be sharpened. In my opinion, I'm- employers should be sharpening your employees stuff anyways yeah she she takes care of that but you need to tell her yeah 
and you need to do them. So I don't know if she, she's just, she was getting ready to go on vacation. She wanted to do everything on vacation. And I'm like, oh, you know. Which I get. I've definitely pushed my limits. She's pushed her limits way too far. And so that is maybe a testament to her skill because the dogs look so good. Bad. Like with with bad stuff. With bad stuff. That like when they become, when they come back nice, like her skill might be like look better. And if her other stuff is replenished, maybe it'll look better. So here's hoping. She's very sweet. Um... And she's chill. I don't know. I've never had a problem working with anybody. No, you haven't. Yeah. But invest in your tools. Like, invest yeah. in your tools. You don't have to have, like, I don't know. I'm a Chris Christensen snob when it comes to my tools. Because um, I, I really do feel like they have, like, amazing stuff when yeah. it comes to... For a minute there, like, their quality was, like, concerning because of the glue... Because I had to change yeah, loose. Coming apart. Uh-huh. But I haven't had a problem yet. I don't know if they got another like mm. manufacturer. Yeah, I don't know. But I again, they were such a small company, but like they were around for so long. And then when they were bought by Cherry Brook. I don't remember who bought them. I think it was Cherry Brook. Um, I don't know if they've been sold again, but like they're really good on listening to like their people. Yeah. And, and you can they're really good at returning their stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as it wasn't like your, you know, fault. So, yeah. Um, but that brush, really quick. I'm still kind of learning. The what, pin brush. The pin brush. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to me, I hate saying the word pin brush because I'm sure it's the proper term. Um, because when I say pin brush, it, the ones with the little balls at the top for some reason pop in my head. But this one does not have balls at the top. It's just thick pins um but anyways so i think i'm coming around to learning how to use it um i'm liking it i think i like the skepticism (laughs) i'm not sure because you always get so hyped and thinking like you're doing it you're like i'm doing it whatever they're talking about i'm doing it i'm not sure i'm doing it right then you hate it six months later you know what i mean yeah you're like i'm done the pins do get warm from blow, the blow dryer. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. I think it might be a good thing. Because then it might be, like, helping with the coat. Um, I mean, in theory, that is, like, the round brushes with the ceramic coating on it. Yeah. That's supposed to help keep the hair straight. That's what, yeah. you know, when you blow drying your own hair. And so, like, when everything gets heated up, it's just, like... Um, I can't remember the term, but, like, there's the immediate heat, and then there's the heat from the brush that, like, sets it, and then, <sighs> but you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think I'm picking up what you're talking like about. Like, the held heat Yeah. in the brush. Of course, like, it's going to add extra style straightening mm-hmm. yeah. to your, to the, to the hair. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's going to be one more brush that I think I want to get before they come back. And it's the um, dematting brush that they sell. Oh, where they have the staggered pins? No, it didn't look like that. It was wide. Like, it's, it's short and stubby. It's like a little chode brush with, like, very thick pins. And they're far apart. And there's only, like, three rows. 
and it's a um like a push brush that's kind of like what all of our brushes are they're like push brushes they have like the you push you can push the cushion in it's like a hard backing is that only a term for like human stuff i have no idea (laughs) i have no idea but yeah and it's supposed to go with the ice on ice um which we'll call it i never got into ice on ice i did i love ice on ice i still use it to this day it's I a great dematter. Didn't hate it. It's just that I like to demat the dogs when they're dirty. So I I used it well dirty. I don't like the ice on ice is very light. It's not greasy enough for me. Oh, <laughs> I you like, want like lots of silicone? Yeah, I do like the lots of silicone. So I like the using the Le Pooch um, spray. Oh yeah, I went through already two bottles good. of that stuff, that's and it's good. disgusting. It's like greasy, super high meth- dimethicone silicones in it. It's mm-hmm. super greasy, but like there's so much less breakage. And I demat dogs. I, I do demat dogs. Yeah. I don't demat dogs, but my Bichons have been coming in a little on the matted side, even though I see them weekly. Yeah. And so I don't know if it's actually the canine connection. Canine Competition. Competitions. Okay. So I went to the Dave Champ, whatever his name is, uh, class, his seminar on in, like shedding and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like what the, sh- I don't know. It was like a funny name. But anyway, um, it was really, anyway, so I don't know. He's fine. But the, his, um, presentation was really good and then he was talking about like one of the groomers basically one of our famous groomers basically categorized 15 different dog hair types right Mm -hmm. and he kind of simplified it for just the shedding process and like the shampoo and conditioning process for you know you know whatever shampoo and basically he was saying there's from 15 to like seven different types of hair textures and they have um like i'm really getting into like the porosity of things Mm -hmm. and so like when we think of porosity low medium and high porosity for human hair right that also goes into categories of what shampoos to get and stuff like that yeah and at the same time i'm also following this chemist who like on TikTok and he talks about like even if you have different kinds of porosity the environment is still a factor in the way your hair retains moisture Mm -hmm. so I'm starting to like get a little bit crazy about like what shampoos I'm using for how hot it is outside versus the kind of coat I'm using so it's really kind of crazy so your coat you you're grooming yes exactly so like let's say you use more of a volumizing coat on um like a really like like a like a maltese or something like that a really thin coat so you want a volumizing so it kind of leaves a fluffier look Mm -hmm. but it's really hot outside so so it's just gonna suck any form of moisture out exactly and it's gonna matte Yes, so, like, you're stripping the coat too much. Even if you add moisture back to it, you need to be adding enough moisture to compensate for what's what's being sucked out from the environment. But let's say you have, uh, like, a really humid environment. Maybe you don't need um, something that has so much moisture, but it has a little bit more protein in it. So, like, the hair will still stay voluminous and still look healthy, 
but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm I still, definitely obviously that. I'm not a pro of it. I'm still kind of learning and I'm still yeah. kind of like thinking about those things. And we don't think about those things a lot. When it comes to grooming, no. Yeah. So like you could be using the same shampoo on the dog always and just like something's not working periodically. Yeah. And I'm thinking I need to add a mask to their grooms at least once a month because you don't want to overdo masks either. Exactly. But because I do find that their coat is dry even though uh-huh. I use shampoo and conditioner. But then if I use the keratin shampoo line and with the conditioner, it's too heavy. And like yeah. it makes a weird feeling on their coat and then it's really difficult to brush through. But then their aloe makes it like brushable, but then I think it might be too stripping. So I think I need to add a mask of sorts, but then, so, but then I'm like, do I need to add a protein? Because the keratin I can't use. I cannot use a keratin mask on them because it does something funky to their coat. So then I'm like, is it protein that I need? Keratin is protein. But it's a different kind. You can use different kinds of proteins it, to create a protein mask. It doesn't have to be the keratin protein. But there's this thing with like curly hair, like specifically curly hair. And I don't know if it pertains to dogs. But there's this thing called protein overload. And it literally makes our hair fall out. So if we have too much protein, it fucks up the structure of the curls and it makes the hair fall out. So you could be adding too much protein and it could be damaging the coat. So there's a weird balance. Well, I don't add any protein to their coat. Keratin is still protein. And you still I have, know, I've only used it twice. And you still have to look at the back of the bottle because anything hydrolyzed silk protein is still protein. So they could have protein it could have too much protein in their coat, so it's causing problems now. It takes a little bit of time for it to have too much protein, and it messes the hair. So then you have to strip the coat, and then you have to now add moisture back into it. Protein is necessary for hair, obviously, but it could be too much if you're seeing them every two weeks. No, I see them weekly. Okay, then they may have too much protein in their coat. Yeah, but I don't use any protein. You... I've only done it once. You may not know if you're using protein. You have to look at the back of the bottle of the shampoo because the aloe could be not just aloe, but it could also have protein in it too. You have to look at the ingredients. So it could be something like that. You might just have to use something for that does strip them and and then just add moisture, like a, like a very simple um, conditioner. And silicones and stuff like that are just going to like yeah, just do like a silicone spray just to kind of hold it all in for a second just so their hair can process that and doesn't have any protein in it they just they just probably need to purge the protein for a little bit it's still mm-hmm. necessary for coats but curly coats are uh i want to say high porosity will take in more yeah but it's not my bichon okay they're both bichons but one bichon has more of the curly regular texture type and uh-huh. he's fine it's the other Bashan that has more of cotton-like hair. So he's the one that's, like, the coat's, like, freaking out. Yeah, but now that you're talking about it, I think there's just too much protein. Even I'll if have to look. I look at the back of the shampoo bottle. Because I don't think it's... Because most shampoo has a little bit of protein in it. But if it's a higher-quality shampoo, you might have to downgrade just for, like, maybe one or two washes. Yeah, I'm thinking about going and getting Best Shot tomorrow. Best Shot still has protein in it. You just have to be aware of which one it is. I don't know which one it is. Canine Connection. 
competition. <laughs> Dang it. I keep doing that. <laughs> so. Because I need to know now. Yeah. It sounds like it's protein overload. If the hair is starting to look a little, uh, starting to act funny because it's too much protein messes with the actual texture of the hair. Remember, like, um, people were saying, like, a. There was, like, a lawsuit for... Yeah. Um, curly... What's it called? Oh, man. Uh, it starts with a W, I think. When? Not just when. When was using other ingredients that were not good for hair anyway. I know, but they were, like, the one that started... When was, like, the first, like, publicized lawsuit yeah. for making the hair fall out. Um, um, it's got... Now, granted, this is just their website... And I'm sure this is what's on there. Um, which I'm going to call it on the back of their shampoo. And we have to keep in mind that they don't have to put all the ingredients. Exactly. Very true. Um, so water, MG, lyosulfat, coca betaine, certified aloe vera, cocoa photon, D-panthenol. Can I see that? Wheat protein and fragrance and preservative and this is for the aloe one yep that's all they use on their coat so so it's pretty simple yeah it's a very simple shampoo but they still because they just might have too much protein like everything that you're trying to do to like make them moisturize conditioner what is the conditioner is this just the shampoo for the aloe vera i think scroll down and then aloe vera conditioner it's a very like simple line it has protein in it too well yeah Um, but what shampoo isn't gonna have a protein in it that's again they're all gonna have a protein except for a clarifying exactly so you probably have to do a clarifying treatment that's the thing, though, is that it might have... If you're washing them every week, mm-hmm. they may just have protein overload. Yeah, but if then that's going to be too stripping out in this heat. Then you're going to have to find a conditioner that has no protein in it. It's just moisturizers and silicones. You'll have to use something cheap. The cheaper it is, even if it says protein on it, if it's not hydrolyzed protein, um, it might not be big enough to penetrate the follicles. So you're going to have to figure out what's going to work for the coat. But it sounds like... There's just too much protein in the follicle. That's why the texture is changing and it's not looking as nice. Well, it looks nice. The texture hasn't changed, I guess. It's just matting. It's matting on the back legs and the crest. That's the same thing that happens with curly hair that has too much protein. They get it, The texture gets funky. It, hmm. gets, it, doesn't, it doesn't feel nice. And it doesn't stay feeling nice after like a day Hmm. right it's the same thing with silicones silicones feel really nice yeah but there's if you're not clarifying the silicones it builds up and it feels greasy it hangs it just like your hair feels like i have to use a cheap shampoo you might you might have to use something that's super cheap that is just straight shampoo interesting right it was a problem solver right now. And look at the conditioners. Like, maybe you want to find a conditioner that just focuses on moisturizing ingredients. And maybe you just need something that has, like, a shit ton of silicones in it. Just to retain the moisture. Silicones are going to coat the follicles. Hmm. 
It's all about that balance, bruh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, let's do stories. You don't um, want to quickly touch on that one topic? No, we'll okay. do that next time. Okay, so... Um, we have... S- okay, so here's our next um, story. It looks more like a question. Yeah, so we're just going to jump right in. So we let's get into it. Hi, I'm not a groomer yet. Still in the training process. I'm currently a bather learning how to groom from the groomer at my work. I'm trying so hard to learn how to groom, but they take so many dogs. I'm just stuck bathing instead of learning... M- learning much of anything like i'm taking 15 to 20 dogs a day with just me and one groomer how can i learn how to groom instead of just being stuck as a bather how can i learn to groom instead of just being stuck as a bather also the groomer i work with regularly takes double-coated dogs i don't feel comfortable shaving them i don't feel comfortable shaving a double-coated dog unless it's for health issues because i know it could harm uh it could it could cause harm uh should that be something i should be worrying about or is it not a big deal i don't know i love listening to your podcast while i'm working and just want to say hi also i love you too so did I don't, we answer this i don't know if we did i feel like we did about the double coated because i was talking about something i learned about double coated dogs so I think we partially answered this um in a sense like hey you know if you're not learning there you might want to go somewhere else um because you're not going to learn there they're going to utilize you as a bather yeah they're not going to take the time it's not it's not it doesn't make them any money teaching you to groom that's why they want you to learn all on their own yeah even though it they should teach you how to groom if they want you to groom a certain way right yeah the story sounds like we've done it already but i don't remember answering it well this is definitely a hot topic for like everyone because there's only so many learning outlets and when it comes to hands-on grooming there's really only the corporate side of where we're at yeah where we're at we don't have any schools over here yeah there's schools um, on the East Coast, and and you learning, learn, yeah, learning online, and like learning through seminars and stuff like that is not is a really good way to learn. Yeah, but the hands on you can't get past hand on. You can't now, and it really. The, I think we were talking about that lawsuit that was happening with PetSmart when we answered this question because it kind of goes hand in hand. Like, PetSmart and Petco teaches you through their academy. Mm. And you still have to do hands-on before you're certified. Yeah. You know. Um, another thing you could do is, since we're just going to re-answer this, is get in touch. Um, what's his name? He seemed pretty chill on Instagram. I follow him, and he's a self-taught groomer, and he's amazing. Um, wolves something um he's like my new obsession right now when it does come to grooming um and i didn't know he was self-taught um i'm gonna look him up right now so i can actually give you the name um because oh house of wolves dog grooming um his name is kenny um, he's, I want to say like up and coming, he actually has a seminar coming up, um, that you could do online cause he's doing it in the UK. Look at that groom. He's self-taught. Yeah. Fucking fabulous. Yeah. 
You Men- should message him and be like, how can I get to your level as someone who's also going to be self-taught? Yeah, because unfortunately, when it comes to, like, this craft, um, it's it a lot of it is... I don't want to say... A lot of it is self-taught. Like, even if you learn the basics at a school, you still have to figure out a lot on your own. And there's so many trials and tribulations that you have to go through. Yeah. And and it really sucks because if you're doing 15 to 20 dogs a day bathing, that means there's really no time work-wise to get paid to learn. And it's the boss is probably not going to care about it. Like they're probably thinking like, "Well, they're making more money." Yeah, that's really pretty. I remember you talking about him. Yeah. Um. Um. I. If your boss is and you're doing fifteen to twenty dogs a day, and there's one groomer, you're probably making the boss a lot of money. Yeah. Because they don't. Why have would to, they want to teach you? Why would they want to teach you? Why would they need to teach you? Um, because it's easier just to pay you less than the groomers and you keep the money flowing. Exactly. So that's the sad thing, but it's very true. Sorry. I'm going to be this guy when I grow up. He's younger than you. I know. (laughs) (laughs) And you groom like that. I do not groom like this. Yes, you... I mean, if you apply yourself and, like, work... For sure. If I had, like, the dogs on the daily like this then my craft would probably be, like, super refined. But, yeah, if you didn't have the stress, and I know your patience, you would want to skip a lot of steps because your patience is just too thin. Yeah. You know? I'm like, hmm. I want to learn how to, like, just make a dog look gorgeous without having to do a lot. And that's where prepping really comes in. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, But anyways, read the next story. Okay. Moving on. Since we had already. This is weird. Um, Okay, so we will call this Ungrateful Neighbor. The story is about me trying to help out a neighbor. We will call my neighbor Danette. Danette, that's a weird name to give someone. Danette. Danette. Yeah. Danette has been going through a hard time this year. She had bouts of COVID-19 and her husband passed away suddenly. Ooh, that's rough on that one they had gone several months without income getting her dog groomed was not a priority completely understand they have an elderly toy poodle she was not groomed for a year or more during the funeral planning the hospice process people kept commenting on how dirty unkept and matted the poodle was those are some insensitive bitches Danette was overwhelmed it was not in a place to be thinking about getting her dog groomed after hearing her family members asking repeatedly when the dog was going to be taken care of, I decided to help. Danette and I traveled to my groomer, taking my Bichon and her poodle. I also want to mention that Danette owned several dogs that she was unable to care for and the groomer had agreed to rehome them for her. Okay. Um, when we took the dogs in, my groomer asked Danette repeatedly how she wanted the poodle groomed. In spite of the fact that she claimed that she had her dog groomed for several years, she had no idea what kind of haircut she wanted for the poodle. The groomer and I suggested a haircut. I believe it was a poodle cut, but I can't remember for sure. Danette agreed. When we came to pick up the the poodle, Danette brought her sister-in-law, Tammy. I live in a southern town where grooming is pretty cheap. Most people in my town are low income. A groomer for a small dog averages 40 to $60. My groomer is one of the cheapest in town 
but does not but does a great job and has some sort of certification this is very rare because people around here usually just shear the dogs down and call themselves dog groomers we picked up the poodle and the dog looked really nice and Danette seemed really happy with it the groomer charged a ten dollar fee for the dog being matted the groom was in total forty five dollars i know that that's not a whole lot of money for a full groom it included nails when we got in the car Danette's sister-in-law tammy kept saying that the poodle smelled like a french tramp it was a fresh clean smell it did not smell like perfume she also kept saying that the dog looked like some fancy rich person's dog Danette was very was very quiet and did not say much about the groom after a few weeks later Danette was able to receive some money and unexpectedly gave me twenty dollars towards the groom i told her that that was not necessary and it was a gift she insisted and said that the groom was far too expensive. She said $45 was way too much to pay. I explained to her that she charged extra because the dog was matted and that if we took her on a regular basis, it would not be that much. My groomer had told her that when she picked up the dog, she groomer had told her that when she picked up uh, the dog. About a week later, I came to find out that she had taken her to her former groomer. She was sheared down to the skin. Danette kept making comments about how her groomer knew how to groom a dog correctly. She said that she wanted the dog groomed so that she didn't have to take her again for a long time. In addition to that, I asked her how much her groom groomer charged. She sheepishly mentioned that the groomer charged the same price as my groomer. So I'm not sure what all the talk about my groomer being way too expensive was. I just want to say that I really enjoy listening to your podcast. I'm studying to be a canine specialist and when I was in the grooming unit of my studies, um, I was having trouble, so I was looking for podcasts <laughs> to help me better understand the grooming process. I fell in love with your podcast and started and started deciding to groom my own dogs to save money. I hope that Vanessa loves Bichons. I have a Bichon. I took your advice about the best shot shampoo. I would love to know about any other mid-grade brands of shampoo or conditioner that would also be good for Bichons. This was really confusing. I, I don't want to... It's not confusing at all. No, it was confusing to me because I didn't realize that they weren't a groomer. I realized so, that very early on. So yeah. I was like, well, why isn't this person just grooming their neighbor's dog? So I, my brain was trying to, like, wrap it around the whole time. Yeah. Because it sounds like the neighbor was... Probably wasn't wanting to pay the price of what she was originally paying. So that's why she was saying it was too expensive. I think that the neighbor had some tragic issues right it sounds like things were just not going well mm-hmm. for this person for a very long time um but now that i think about it i think maybe that they had been neglecting their dogs grooms for a very long time because mm-hmm. it was just kind of standard it just went a little bit longer this particular time and if they had gone to their groomer and then just get them shaved down they don't have to take their dog constantly to the groomer right yeah. and so if it's a cheap groomer that doesn't care about matting and it just shears them down completely um that's probably what she originally wanted and even though you were trying to be a very generous person and do something very charitable mm-hmm. um it's probably like and obviously it sounds like the groomer that you go to was doing something charitable as well because 45 dollars for a poodle tram even on a toy poodle, is very, very cheap. And that is very cheap. And I understand it's a southern town, low income. That's still very cheap for low income. Um, we have low income sides of town here where people are, are, are still, still making... like 50 
Yeah, and that's including everything, and it's a fairly decent-looking groom. So I think you were just doing something very generous for this person, very charitable, and it sounds like the the groomer was as well. Um, And I think certain people's egos get in the way of things that are charitable. Like, they don't see the gifts that are given to them. Uh So um, your friend's sister-in-law or whatever was being a dumb bitch um and just i think she saw the dog in a new light and was just like being what is it pessimistic where they're like being negative about all the cool things you know what i mean yeah and like uh, probably the uh, just being ungrateful being an ungrateful whore <laughs> and the owner probably does like the dog stripped completely down because it probably makes oh, more so sense this was in like an actual cut like it wasn't just shaved down it, it sounds like that the cut was like a decent like it was more of a traditional poodle cut and that the dog was charged it was 45 dollars even with the matting fee right and Uh so she goes to somebody else who she still pays the same price for but But they strip the dog so she's not accustomed to seeing her dog with any sort of style and sounds like it and so and so that's why you know the writer is confused like hey you went and paid the same price for a shittier haircut yeah okay what are you talking about right but it's not a shittier haircut to that person better haircut remember when mullets were not in style okay i'm from indiana (laughs) and mullets were a big thing and then never left now they're in style but they never left for a long period of time so there's people walking around with these weird pants that like said chicago bulls on them they like these there are these <laughs> weird so there's these weird sweatpants that they used to walk like a lot of people from like northern indiana would wear and mullets right yeah like the men would wear these mullets and then wear these weird funky sweatpants right and it wasn't like parachute pants it was kind of but they were like sweatpants they had drawstrings and everything <laughs> anyway they were weird it was the awful, most awful style, but it uh-huh. was, like, their style, man. It was, like... So, what you're saying is she's used to the mullet? She's used to the fucked-up mullet and funky sweatpants, right? And not... And even if you're paying... Not joggers. $12 for that mullet, <laughs> and, like, you know, you pay $12 for a more upgraded, more in-style haircut, yeah. right? You're still going to judge that in-style haircut because they're used to the fucking mullet. When she could have just been grateful. She could have been grateful. And I think she was trying to be grateful afterwards when she paid you back that money. I don't think your neighbor was not grateful. But I think that the person who was decided to put their two cents in was just not grateful. Or Oh, wait. So there's a third person not being grateful? The person who called the poodle a French tramp was her sister-in-law. So, when they got the dog back in the cut that the groomer gave them for $45, yeah. the sister-in-law was there. I feel like I didn't listen to this story You at did all, not. Even though I was listening to the story. Yeah. So, the sister-in-law was saying that the dog smelled like a French tramp. And what? <laughs> it, she, the writer says, no, the dog just smelled fresh and clean. So, what you're saying is, is that they probably... Are used to just like a really not so great shampoo that smells yeah. like nothing, right? And or no spritz or anything, okay? And then she put like some spritz on her and put her in a French haircut 
or French poodle haircut. And they basically said like the, the haircut was Russian, too fancy. I huh? Well, they they even said that the that the poodle looked too fancy. <laughs> Even though she paid the same amount to get the dog stripped. What's too fancy? It was probably just like a one length all over. I could guarantee probably... Probably a ten strip all the way down. Like, like from head to toe. Oh, yeah, with the other groomer. But I'm what I'm seeing in my head is probably something, a very low-maintenance haircut. She probably was able to get like a number two underneath the matting clean feet clean after two, face after yeah after with two a top years not uh-huh. short ears she probably did some good work and was probably being very charitable like the groomer yeah. that set them up in the beginning was probably like doing it like doing something nice yeah because the and dog like, hadn't she's going through a hard time let's make yeah. her doggo look cute and that's not the groomer's problem no like the groomer uh-huh. does not have to care so about she's the... just getting shit on and doing a favor yeah, but it does sound like that they probably don't care about the grooming. way the dog looks. Yeah, because yeah. a lot of people don't put the a lot of people when it comes to pets, and you, I don't want to say it's lower income, but like I want to say that people and it's not. And I don't want to say it's lower income because there's a lot of rich people or well off people who want to strip dogs who wants to strip dogs because they don't they don't take the time to realize that grooming does equate to something involving their health like grooming your dog on a regular basis does keep your dog physically healthy because yeah. it is a health concern so the same thing with us we don't take care of ourselves we don't brush our teeth we don't clean our ears we don't take care of our hair our health will be affected by those things the same thing with the dogs but they don't see that because they kind of like people f- kind of skip the whole we bred these dogs a certain way they yeah. skip that part yeah it's our problem they're we like, have to maintain they're it. like they're kind of, they come from wolves and wolves are like out in the wilderness and they never have to be groomed two and different co-types uh, yeah <laughs> and i'm like okay well when you domesticate something and you when you start playing with it. the eugenics you start seeing tra- traits change like they yeah. skip that part for sure yeah no and I think, too, like, I've even had clients be like, oh, I didn't know you could do fancy things with dog haircuts. And then now they want to try, like, new things with their dogs. And it's like, you could do a lot of things. So, I don't know, maybe this person just thought dogs are supposed to be short. Who knows? But that's really cool. What is this um, canine, what'd she say? Or what did they say? The canine classes? It sounded like they were becoming a behavioralist. Uh, Let me look back. I can... Starting to be a canine specialist. Yeah. And there's a grooming unit in the studies. I'm really curious about that. It's probably the ABC College. Because the ABC College has, like, when even if you're doing, like, training, there is a particular grooming section in the ABC College. Yeah. Um, I, I stole all of their materials from a trainer like 12 years ago so it'd be interesting if you could clarify on what this canine specialist is like is it through abcs what are you like are, what school are you going to like what is this if you're still listening yeah um i'd like to know i'm curious i'm curious and then what does grooming intel like the grooming unit yeah what is all that i want to know send details <laughs> i'm very curious very curious cool well i think that's it we're i think it's a short episode today 
Um, I've only got my mother-in-law here for so long. Yeah, but it feels like we got our spark a little bit back from the last couple episodes. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm starving, so I'm getting tired. Me too. All right, we are out till next time. Send us your stories at shitonthetable.com, and you can get your merch there. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, at shitonthetable. Tell your friends to listen to us at Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and Amazon Podcasts. Um, yeah. Bye.